In today's episode, I am talking with the beautiful Sarah Hodges from Frank and Frida. Now, Sarah is a virtual assistant for coaches, offering heart-centered support as well as social media coaching. Now, I highly recommend you go over and follow Sarah at Frank and Frida, purely because her reels are fantastic and on point. She has a beautiful Instagram feed and Sarah is one of those people that when you see her face online, you just instantly light up. So I love this conversation today. We talk all about, you know, her journey, but also what you might be using, want to use a VA for in your business and how you can really get ahead with your social media, like what really to look for and how to, you know, focus in on your insights. And even she mentions a great tool that you can use to plan out your social media. This is a great conversation with Sarah. I hope you enjoy it and we'll dive into it right now. Hey, hey there, you are listening to the Boss Motive Podcast, where I'm sharing all the tools, tips, and mindset tricks to build a successful business whilst living a life you love and avoiding the burnout. Ever wondered what it takes to live in a tropical paradise, run successful businesses, and work from home whilst raising kids? Well, listen up, friends, as I am sharing my story of how I've done this, along with interviews from other incredible entrepreneurs who are also living their best life. My name is Liz Morris, and this is the No BS Podcast, where I'm digging deep into what it actually takes to define your success and live a life you were put on this earth for. Haven't found your motive yet? Come in closer. We may just have the answer. Well, hello, Sarah. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Oh, thank you so much, Liz. I've been so excited for this. Now, we've just been talking for like a whole hour before we forgot to, <laughs> we nearly forgot to press record because I just feel like we have such a great connection. We both feel like have the same values around our family and how we structure our business and how we really want to see a change in the industry because I know that you're all about being heart-centered. But before we get into that, can you explain who you are, where you're from, a little bit about yourself and uh, a bit about your business? I'm... I'm located on the Gold Coast and I'm a virtual assistant and I specialise in social media and helping coaches launch their programs. So I love what I do. It's um, I love being in a space where I can support women to do, you know, to step outside the box and to do something different that isn't just the nine to five. So how did you get into this virtual assistant space? Um, To be honest, I fell into it randomly. Um, I'd had two children and my second baby was born premature. He was in and out of hospital for seven months. And um, I'd come from a background of luxury fashion, which I'd been working in for 20 years. And um, from, you know, Hugo Boss and Ferragamo and Chanel. And I, I think I'd lost a lot of my confidence and anyone who's had a sick baby um, knows how depleted um, you can be. It's a real emotional journey. But I think um, at the end of the seven months, my husband and I, we were really on the bones of our bum, so to speak. And one of my cousins had started to run an MLM business. And I was like, God, if she's doing it, because she's super, super intelligent and her husband's a, a lawyer, 
Um, and I was like, oh, my God, if, if she's doing it, it must be good. So I stepped into that. I was just desperate to do absolutely anything I could to generate some money. And it was brilliant for me because it really helped me build some confidence. Um, and I started to branch out and I started to um, cook because I love to cook. So then I started making cakes and wedding cakes and cooking um, for the AIS uh, here on the Gold Coast. And then I randomly got into <laughs> pastry baking for a big deli here on the Goldie. Um, and then we were out one night and a friend said to me, you're smart, I need some help. And I said, okay, I just jumped in. I was like, I need money. (laughs) (laughs) And I started helping her with her business and her administration and doing it virtually. And I realised there was a real opportunity here um, and I was more than capable and I ran with it. I set myself up with a website and I set my social media up and I taught myself a million different things And before I knew it, I had a business that was generating a really, really good income um, that matched my previous work, um, and that was working full-time. So suddenly I had this great flexible option that allowed me to be at home with my children and, and keep my younger child at home for a lot longer than I, you know, would have normally been able to do. Um, and I, I just loved what I did. So I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to run with it. What a great story. Yeah. I just love that. I love everybody's journey because when we meet people, it's so interesting to see where they've come from and how they got to this space. And yeah, having a premature baby and being in the intensive care, it is life-changing. Absolutely. And, and anyone that knows my story knows that I have, I went through that and it completely changed our life. So I can see where that, how that's happened and how you've really stepped into that role of looking after your babies and, and, you know, having a job that inspires you and keeps you lit up and also creates an income and a lifestyle that you love. So I'm all about the freedom lifestyle and living life on your own terms. So this lights me up that you're even here today and that we're having this conversation. (laughs) So how did you, how did you get into social media? Like, what did you find really, you know, some learning steps that got you into social media? Um, Because that's where I've discovered you on Instagram and you have the most incredible reels. I love them. So, you know, can you talk us through that process of getting into it to start with? I think social media is a journey. It's a really <laughs> funny, funny space. And I think it 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 enabled me to, it was sort of twofold. It was a, a place to escape for entertainment, but I had had, a, a, you know, I've lived a quite a crazy life and um, I'd had a, a bit of a, a health journey Um, And it allowed me to explore my feelings and um, sort of try to tap into a life that uh, of authenticity. Um, So I started to write these posts that were really kind of, um, they explored the human condition and explored the life that I wanted to live and what I was trying to set for my family. Um, And I found that it really resonated with my audience. Um, I had a lot of engagement around uh, really revealing posts. 
So I thought that it, and the other thing that I really loved about it was that the creativity element. And um, I found that I was quite good with design and editing videos and different things. So um, I just, I, I did a couple of courses and um, tried to up-level my skills, uh, just did heaps of research and found that I was able to um, do the same for other people. So um, I think that social media can be quite difficult um, because it's quite draining. You don't want to be posting just sales posts and just random posts that aren't of value. Uh, you want to actually engage your audience. And I think a lot of people go about social media for the wrong reasons. They think that followers equate to um, how successful you are or how many sales you're going to make. And we were discussing this before, but, you know, I I make a full-time wage four days a week in school hours with the followers that I have. Um, I don't, I generate most of my leads through word of mouth, um, not necessarily social media. And, you know, I've got a client who's sitting around a thousand, but they're a 10 million plus company. So, you know, followers don't actually mean a lot. They're what we call a vanity metric. And when you start to get caught up in vanity metrics, social media can be a really isolating and lonely place. So it's become a bit of a mission for me to um, educate people, offer them heaps of hints and tips that they'd be able to, you know, implement into their own strategy, but also just remind them to be authentic, you know, show their face, be real, um, and, yeah, sort of try and try and break that um, the myths behind social media and, and get back to the real basics and, you know, be a value to people and connect because that's what social media is. It's a social platform. Yeah, I think that's so true. So many people forget that it is a social platform and that we can be using it. Um, you don't have to go with the numbers and chase those numbers and pay for numbers. And and I'm also really big on doing what feels right for you on that platform. So, you know, um, people will talk about you have to show your face to sell your product. Now, I'm a big believer that you don't have to because I don't share my face on my product business and it's very successful. Mm-hmm. So I really feel that people can get so caught up in, oh, this person is doing this, so I have to do this, or this person's doing that. But if, you, if you're not comfortable with it or you don't want to get comfortable with it, in the end, it just becomes a burden and I think you kind of give up. Is that something that you experience with the people you work with? Absolutely. I think it depends on your product, your company, your values um, and the and the strategy that you're going to follow. And I'm not a marketing expert. And a lot of people in social media aren't marketing experts. They're just telling you what works for them. For so, them. yeah, uh, you know, so um, if, you know, if we look at big companies like Seed or Country Road in the fashion space, the owner isn't out, you know, like you're yes. not seeing stakeholders yes. going buy my product, buy my product, right? They're sales posts, sales posts and lifestyle posts. That's what they're posting. Um, but if it's a service, uh, a service that you're providing, like you and I do, it is important to show your face yes. because people need to know who they're connecting with, 
who they're going to buy from, who they're bringing into their life, and it builds a huge element of trust. So I think my best advice around this one is that you look at your insights because your insights will always tell you what is performing well and what your audience wants to see more of. And for me, when I look at my insights, and, you know, don't get me wrong, taking a selfie makes, I, I, took, I say get, it gets me in the cringy bits because <laughs> I love that. there's a lot of cringe out there. And, you know, even for me making reels, I think, oh, my God, people are just going to go, who does she think she yes, is? Yes, yes. Um, but I think if I look at my insights, I'm always shocked to see how much reach and engagement I get when it's my face in the post, you know, or when I've revealed something really personal, you know, I have to write about things like content pillars or branding strategies and things like that because then that educates my audience and says, I I, kind of know what I'm doing here, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's me showing up and showing my authentic self that makes people go, ah, I could work with her. Yeah, so it is. It, it entirely depends on your service or product, I would say. Yes, 100%. And I'm all about that. Like which one is going to work for you and your business rather than following? It's like following somebody um, who is in a completely different industry to you and doing exactly what they say and then wondering why it doesn't work because it's not looking at the holistic picture is it? it's not looking at the whole business and your strategy and what your clients want and I love that you say to use the insights that's that's super valuable now to do that you have to have a business account is that correct yes yes business account account where your insights are so I think on that it is there's a lot of um there's a lot of Uh, There are a lot of accounts out there that are educational and providing really good value around, you know, helping people elevate their social media. But what we have to remember is the reason they're so successful is that, for instance, let's say a social media expert or social media marketing expert who's telling you do reels and they're offering challenges and they're giving you coaching advice, they've got a massive audience. So, they're their target audience is pretty much everyone who wants to learn social media. So if you're selling a really niche product, if you go and implement the things that they're telling you to do, you're not going to have the same sort of results that they do because your audience is only a really small portion of the whole Instagram um, community. So it's really important that you keep those things in mind. Plus, anyone who says to you that it's easy to create, you know, batch content and, you know, do all of these things, they're they're telling you for a few Because creating content does take a lot of energy. But if you implement certain little tips and tricks, and, you know, I tell people these all the time, it it can be doable. And you don't need to show your face in a reel or video or go live, even if it's just, you know, some nice photos every now and then. Um, And, you know, sharing the, you you sort of um, back of house stories in your stories, then that, that can be enough. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But also I think it becomes a learnt skill as well, It doesn't it? Like people feel like, okay, 
I can't do this straight away, but I do think that confidence comes from, you know, practice and trying and, and getting to getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. Like if we, if we start off with the intention, okay, if I just post one photo of myself a week, like starting small and seeing how that goes, seeing how that sits with you. And I'm all about like, if you want to get your hair and makeup done and batch a heap of nice photos, professional photos, if that's what's going to work for you, then do it. If you're okay with being in your pajamas on your bed, fine. You need to do what works for you being authentic, but also, you know, starting small rather than trying to bite the whole elephant. Isn't that what they say? Break it down. And um, I think I use a scheduling app, which is fantastic. It's called plan that. And one of the biggest reasons I love this app is it's actually an Australian designed app and program. And it was designed by a girl in a panda onesie in a Sydney apartment. (laughs) And this Platforms going from strength to strength. The tools and um, uh, processes within the program are fantastic. And what it does is it allows you to map out, visually map out, you know, your posts, have a strategy, um, keep your, like, uh, store your hashtags. Um, you can schedule reels. You can cross-post uh, cross from um, uh, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, LinkedIn, um, Pinterest. So it's absolutely brilliant. And you can just go in and go, right, I want to I do four posts this week and just map them out, write them, pop your hashtags in, push auto post and boom, Bob's your uncle. So, so you've got to simplify um, and sometimes using some, you know, outside sources like a, a program like Plan That can really help take a bit of pressure off. I haven't heard of that one. I just wrote it down. That one sounds Plan oh, That. Look, the yes. best thing, or one of the best things, there's so many, um, they actually will send you once a month, they send you your insights and they're a lot more detailed than what you can get on Instagram. Um, plus, they will send you a month's worth of content. So you can hook up Canva to plan that um, and integrate it. And then you simply go in and you've got 30 posts that they've created. Wow. Um, Change all the colours to your branding, swap in and out some photos, pop in your favourite quotes, boom, they're ready to go. And then in a Google Doc, there's um, post prompts. And they've got it all mapped out. So oh my gosh, it's this so is easy. Genius. It's so easy. So you've got no excuses. Oh, I love that so much. Okay, I'm going to definitely check it out. And honestly, it, they're amazing because it's real people that you're talking to. And I think that's one of the biggest problems. Yeah. Instagram and Facebook are so big. You can't talk to a human. And my big thing about social media and the digital world is that it has been dehumanized and we're missing out on connections and relationships. So anything that has a human element and a human element in Australia (laughs) or English speaking, it's a win. Yeah, it's definitely. So, yeah, so I highly recommend Plan That. This is I will be putting that in. That the- I am not an affiliate. <laughs> I'll be putting that in the show notes for sure. (laughs) Maybe you will be an affiliate after (laughs) the (laughs) baby. Oh, 
Oh, that's so good. I, I was going to ask if you believe in doing scheduling and, you know, pre-planning and how you, how you even go about that, but you've just answered that. Absolutely. And obviously I have to do it for my clients um, in order to have consistency. And uh, so I pre-plan all of their content, including reels, because I can schedule the reels in as well, which yeah. is fantastic. I didn't know you um, could do that. Yeah, it it make it takes such a pressure off. So it becomes a lot more low touch. And I only have to do it, you know, batch the content and then sort of pop in. It also gives you perfect times to post, tells you when your audience is more uh, most online or the best times to post, or you can custom customize the time. So it, it's fantastic. So all my clients are in plan that. So I, I love uh, it. That's so good. I'm going to be signing up to that. <laughs> Definitely. I always find that they've all been a bit too, something is missing, but it sounds like this one's got a lot more, especially like with the reels, because I hate, I've got another one, but you can't see what the reel looked like. So it kind of doesn't fit into your feed when you try and read the feed. Like you look at your It's still sort of a work in progress there, but they do allow you to pop in placeholders where the reel was. Uh, which is fantastic too. So, yeah, I um, I highly recommend recommend that one. Another big thing that I think um, is really helpful to um, know for, for people to know that they're not alone. When you're in your business, you can be too close to your business, and it can actually paralyze you. So having outsourcing some of these little tasks, and I say little, but they're easy to outsource, uh, can be a massive help to gain consistency. Um, Just having someone who's got the skill set to be able to write a post with a call to action, a great caption, um, and then set your feed out can be all the help that you need. If you just were to say to someone, I need to do five posts this week and I really want to use this quote and I love this post idea, but you find whatever else you want to do, it can give you the clarity you need to focus on other things and not make you feel like you're not good enough. Yeah. Because um, you are good enough and you're doing a million things, but I, I struggle with my own social media. Anyone else's, I can write like that. But my own, oh, I'm too close. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, okay, so social media is definitely one thing that's a really good thing to outsource. What else, what other tasks do you find um, are really helpful for business owners? I think email marketing. Email marketing is really, really powerful. And I know a lot of people are being told this every single day. Like, you do not own your data on Instagram and Facebook, right? If they crash tomorrow and you're just solely relying on them and they have crashed and Instagram at the moment is implementing so many updates, which is really, really handy, but it is glitch city. It is glitch city. So if you have an email database that you can, you know, message and connect with, then, you know, um, it's a it's a win. So email marketing is really important and it's super easy to outsource. So for instance, if you're launching a product, you've got something happening um, that week or coming up that month, or you've got a program that you want to launch, all you need to do is, you know, send an email to someone like myself and say, right, this is happening. Here are the details. This is the date. You know, can you create a landing page? Can you create the email sequence? Whatever it is, boom, it's off your plate. You don't need to worry about the design. You don't need to worry about the copywriting. It's all done. So I think um, that's a really great and easy task to outsource. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm so big on email marketing for that reason. And I, every time I do send out emails, you you get the unsubscribe and some people get very offended by that. But I'm like, no, this is great because you're just keeping that email list clean as well. But what do you tell business owners who maybe don't even have an email list? Like how do they even start getting people to um, sign up to an email list? Like what would you recommend? A great way is to offer them something that they're going to find valuable. So particularly if you're a product-based business, it might be a discount code. Um, and I'm a big one for signing up for a discount yeah. code. And that's a really good point because, um, yeah, and I do say that I tried lots of different things in my product business and the simple, straightforward discount code, it's, it was a no brainer and it It, gets easily easy one to convert when you're a, when you're a bigger product, it can be a little bit more difficult. Um, and when you're a service-based, um, uh, business like ours, Um, you can offer a free downloadable or, you know, in exchange. So for me, I've offered um, like some branding guidelines because I think that a lot of businesses who are starting out don't understand how important it is to be consistent across all of your platforms when it comes to your branding. So um, branding is, it's so much more than just your logo and your colours and your fonts. Um, branding is who you are as well. And, you know, you want to be recognisable. You want um, people, when they come across any of your assets, whether it's Facebook or Pinterest or Instagram or a downloadable or an email, your website, you build trust by having that consistency. So um, that one's mine. I, I offer that for free and in exchange for a little email. Yeah. I think that's really easy. And, you know, ebooks and things like that are so easy to, again, outsource to someone like myself. Um, you know, we've got a lot of experience in doing those quite quickly and, and getting them done. So, yeah, so I think that's they're my sort of top tips for building your email um, uh, list. But not to be discouraged that it's not a big one. In time, mm. it will, in time it will grow, but you've got a really unique opportunity to, Message them in a way that you're not um, doing on on your platforms or in your website. So what do you say to people that say, oh, well, if I got a VA to do my emails, it's not going to be my voice? Do you ever get that kind of feedback? No, well, I think part part of my job is to understand who you are. So I don't speak in terms of you know, you know, boss babes and things like that. But if you do, I need to adopt that. Yep. Um, And a good VA and will simply go to your website and go through your, um, go through your social media and have a look at your, you know, read your copy and determine your voice from there. So, and I think, you know, it is important to give some sort of Um, guidelines to your VA if you're outsourcing it. So let them know what the product is. Let them know um, what the description is in your words um, and have some stock standard scripts that people can actually draw upon and then sort of rework and finesse for each message. Uh, That's really important and incredibly helpful. 
Yeah, yeah, good point. So we've talked about social media media scheduling. We've talked about email. What else do you, uh, what other wisdom do you bring to small business owners? I think it's, I've got so much. <laughs> Share with us. Look, from, I have a lot of experience in business um, and I think that the main thing is to know that you're doing a good job just by trying you know, it's a really difficult space today in the digital realm and there's so much competition, but you can distinguish yourself by being yourself. Yeah. Be authentic, be genuine, show up, um, show people your face and show them the realness of you and your life. I think that makes a really massive difference. Like I was saying, you know, world's dehumanised right now. We need more real people. So I think that's a really, really important way to sort of to show up. But also I think when we're in our authentic self, um, we feel... We feel more um, as though we're, what's what's the word? We're we're providing value, but we get a lot more joy out of it as well and a lot of self-satisfaction. So I know when I walk away from the desk at night that I've been myself. I haven't tried to be anybody else. Um, I find, I just find that heartbreaking. So stop comparing yourself to other people. Um, Don't play the comparison game. Um, imposter syndrome is real, um, but you can work through it. And I think, you know, the other thing is that we, it can feel like you're alone when you're, a, when you work from home or when you're on, you know, a, a solo entrepreneur. Um, but there is an ability and the chance and opportunity to create a community out there and meet amazing people, just like I've met you, Liz. Yes. And it, just through social media. So if you're using it correctly, you will make great connections. Yeah, 100%. I just love that so much. And being part of communities online, because it can be hard, you know, you, you work for yourself and then you've got your kids on the at home and it can be hard to feel like you're part of any community, especially like I always say when my kids um, stop needing me to drop them at school, my whole social life fell apart because I had no one to talk to. But if you, as you say, if you use social media for the right reasons, you can make some beautiful connections. And um, yeah, if you're true true to yourself and you speak your voice, it it comes back. Absolutely. The other thing to remember is just because someone else is doing it doesn't mean that they're a competitor. Yes. So we use there's that hashtag women supporting women. Um, don't just use the hashtag. Be the hashtag. Yes, I like, love that. Comment and like. Sometimes you'll find you'll just you'll see someone doing something on social media and you'll just scroll by it without even a like. Give it a like. Yes. Give it a thumbs up. Tell someone that they're doing a great job because it's freaking hard and you know it's hard. So if they're showing up, like applaud them. If you do that, you'll start, that's where you start to build those relationships. And I think that's even how we started. Yes, it was. Commenting and, yes. and offering authentic comments, not just like hands up, love hearts, you know, you know, clapping hands. Like tell someone that they're funny. Tell someone that you found that entertaining or valuable or insightful or educational. Like tell them they're good at doing a damn good job. And yeah. come back to you. It really will. 
Yeah, I just, that is so important, especially, especially in this day and age, we're just so busy scrolling and doing our thing and yeah. forgetting to really connect with people. So that's just super. The mindless scroll, it's a vortex. Yes. It is an absolute vortex of procrastination and, you know, comparison and, you know, anxiety. And I think you've got to, if you start to, if you're on your phone and you start to feel that way, you've got to go, oh my God, put it down, put it down, put it down. Yeah. You know, walk away and reconnect with something that's real. So that's it's really important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go do some washing. That's real. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that real with universe? Tell me what to do. And the oh. universe is there going, go and do your washing. Oh. <laughs> I need to find that one. That's my life. <laughs> That's keeping it real 100%. No, 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 I don't like that one. Tell me what to do. Go and do your washing. Go and do your dishes. Yeah, that's pretty much my life. Yeah, yeah. my life is, it, honestly, it's a 24-7 shit show and I wouldn't have it any other way. Absolutely. Um, and having this having this position and this, this job has just, it's given me such a gift to be able to be there for my children and, you know, have a great relationship with my husband, support him on his um, career and, and his career path and, you know, also have weekends off and be together as a family. I think we've got to just stop thinking about all the things that we should be doing, stop shooting all over ourselves and, you know, get back to what's really important. Yeah, and that's that's why we've connected, Sarah, because you just have you just write on my page with that. Like, I absolutely love that business should just be a tool to support our lifestyle. And mm-hmm. you've got years and years to make this business what you want it to be. But, you know, really understanding what's important to you and, and valuing this time, like we never get it back, especially when you've got little kids. I think it's so crucial just to really enjoy what you're doing. And, mm-hmm. and you're a walking example of that. So I am so yeah. grateful to have you here. So before we go, before we wrap up, because this has just yes. been so wonderful, um, tell people how they can connect with you because I'm all up for VA services now after this <laughs> conversation. What else? How can they connect with you? I know you're on Instagram, but... Yes, I'm on Instagram at Frank and Frida. Um, A lot of people ask me about Frank and Frida. They're actually my husband's grandparents who are long past. I love the name, but the story behind them is even better. And it's they didn't have a license and they used to go on holidays on a tandem bicycle. Oh, I love, and he's from the UK. So I love that imagery of simplicity. And that's, that's what I stand for. I stand for creating a more balanced and simple life where we can get back and, and, you know, reconnect with the ones that mean the most to us. So you'll find me at Frank and Frieda. Um, and my website is frankandfrieda.com.au. So you can contact me um, through both. I'm also on Facebook. And, um, yeah, if I can be of service or support, then I'd love to. Thank you so much for being here, Sarah. I have loved this conversation and I'm sure you'll get lots of people reaching out to you. (laughs) Thanks, Liz. Thank you. Well, thank you again for listening to yet another episode of the Boss Motive Podcast. I hope these episodes are really helping you towards building a successful business and a life that you love. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please jump over and leave me a review because that is going to help me get this episodes out to more people. And of course, I love to see you on Instagram. So please tag me at Boss Motive and let me know if these episodes are resonating with you or if there's something that you would love to hear. I look forward to being back in your ear again next week. Thanks again.